The Tour Backswing Show features a serious, well-researched story from the PGA Tour in the 1960s or 1970s. The story shares some DNA with the tournament being currently played this week on the PGA Tour. If you are into this kind of thing, sign up for the Tour Backspin weekly email newsletter at tourbackspin.com or on substack.com where you can read it for free. No sign-up required. The newsletter also features the famous What Hole Is It contest, something fun from the world of golf off the internet, a curated Spotify playlist, and a vintage golf ad. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for news and features from Tour Backspin. Welcome to the Tour Backspin Show. I'm your host, Larry Bosch. It's a major week on the PGA Tour with the PGA Championship at Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Be sure to check out our podcast episode with our interview with Al Geiberger and Dave Stockton, two past PGA champions. Today we're going to focus in on the 1970 PGA Championship, also at Southern Hills, and features Dave Stockton winning his first major championship. Okay, let's get going. We're on the tee. It's late in the day on Sunday, August 16th, and it's hot, like 100 degrees hot, as it has been all week at Southern Hills Country Club for the PGA Championship. Dave Stockton, dressed in blue slacks, a white Munsingwear polo shirt, white shoes, and a white Amana cap, is crouched down to read a 10-foot putt. He then caught a glimpse of his wife, Kathy, in the gallery, and he began to cry. He didn't think he would be able to putt, his caddy handed him a towel and he wiped his eyes and finally regained his composure. What had made him so emotional? Let's backspin to see. Southern Hills measured 6,962 yards and played to a par of 70 when it hosted the PGA Championship in 1970. The thick Bermuda rough put a premium on hitting fairways and those fairways were sun-baked. Jack Nicklaus showed up in Tulsa a new man. He was 10 pounds lighter he had grown his blonde locks to a mod length and was sporting an updated wardrobe. He shot a first round 68, two under par, to tie Johnny Miller for the lead. Jack Nicklaus needed a PGA championship to become the first player in history to have won all four major championships twice, while Arnold Palmer needed a PGA championship to achieve a career grand slam. He shot a 70 in the first round. Other notable scores included Larry Henson and Charles Cootie, one stroke back of the lead at 69. Sam Snead shot a 70 and was tied with Dave Stockton. Defending champion Ray Floyd shot a 71. Billy Casper, who won the Masters earlier in the year, was at 72, along with Lee Trevino. There was no relief from the 100-degree temperatures in Friday's second round. Dave Stockton and Larry Henson took advantage of their cooler morning tea times and shared the lead at 140. Henson shot a 71, while Stockton carded a 70. Nicholas fell from the lead spectacularly with a 77 and sat four strokes off the lead. Mason Rudolph, Hale Irwin, and Mike Hill were once shot off the lead, while a group that included Arnold Palmer, Billy Casper, and Gary Player were at 142. Palmer had a charge building with two birdies on the front nine, but the charge fizzled when he hit into the water on the 12th hole. 
He rolled up his pants and tried to play his shot while standing in the water and wound up with a double bogey. The scores were as hot as the weather in Saturday's third round. Ray Floyd set a new course record, shooting a 65, while Dave Stockton shot a 66. Stockton enjoyed a three-shot lead over Floyd and a five-shot lead over Arnold Palmer, who shot a 69 in the third round. Palmer and Stockton would be paired together for the final round. Those two guys in front of me will have to shoot pretty good rounds tomorrow, Palmer warned. If you've got to be five strokes back, it's always nicer to be behind just two guys. If there were ten, I'd be more concerned. Stockton wasn't going to be intimidated. When I'm putting well, it takes a lot of pressure off the rest of my game, Stockton said. That didn't mean he wouldn't be feeling pressure, though. I'll be nervous tomorrow, but what the heck? I was nervous this morning. In the final round, Palmer had multiple opportunities to put the pressure on Stockton, but each time he came up short. Each time he did, his body language featured shoulders that slumped more and a head that hung down further. He missed multiple birdie putts while Stockton continued his hot putting. Raymond Floyd started his fourth round with bogeys on two of his first three holes and fell out of contention. Stockton pulled away on his front nine and built up a six-shot lead by the turn. He played one four-hole stretch in birdie, eagle, double bogey, birdie. Things got interesting on the back nine, though. The 13th hole proved to be pivotable as Stockton hooked his second shot into the water. Palmer placed his approach shot to within 25 feet. A birdie by the king and a bogey from Stockton would result in a two-stroke swing. Stockton calmly hit his pitch shot to within a foot and kept the damage to his lead at just one stroke. I knew I had it then, Stockton said after the round. That was the shot. Stockton out-putted me, Palmer admitted. That's part of the game. Stockton made long putts at the 16th and 17th holes, one for bogey and one for par, and arrived at the 18th tee with a three-stroke lead. He played the hole cautiously and faced a 10-foot putt for par. He could have three-putted for the victory. Even so, he crouched down to read the break, and this is when he caught sight of his wife, Kathy, and started to cry. I suddenly remembered, as I knelt there on the green looking at that 10-foot putt, what all of this was going to mean to my wife and me, Stockton said. It's not just the money, the $40,000 check for first place. It's everything else that comes after it. He stroked his first putt close to the hole and then tapped in for the emotional victory. He finished with a three over par 73 and a 72 hole total of 279, one under par, two strokes in front of Palmer and Bob Murphy. Some of the other perks coming Stockton's way with the victory were that he would be exempt on the tour for 10 years, he would be playing in the World Series of Golf, making a minimum of $5,000, and he would get invitations into the Tournament of Champions, World Cup, Masters, and U.S. Open tournaments. Playing head-to-head -head against one of the greats in the game, with all of the pressure that comes with playing in a major championship, and in front of the huge crowd that was pulling for Palmer, Stockton fed off the pressure to win his first major of his career. And it was enough to bring tears to his eyes. Today's bonus story is about the difficulties of playing in front of Arnie's army. That is, if you're not Arnold Palmer.
playing with Arnold Palmer and dealing with Arnie's army was always a challenge, and Sunday's final round in the 1970 PGA Championship was no different. Dave Stockton was determined to feed off the distractions from overzealous Palmer fans. Sure, I heard them out there, Stockton said after his round, but I didn't let them get to me. They only fired me up. I was that much more determined to win. Stockton heard the taunts of, Shank it! We're buried in the sand, Davy, while lining up a wedge shot to the seventh hole. He then proceeded to hold the short shot for an eagle two. Finally, Stockton heard a little kid who was on his side. At the twelfth green, a little boy called, Go, Dave, go! And somebody told him to be quiet, Stockton related after his round. I said to leave him alone. He's doing fine. At the thirteenth hole, a hole that had given Stockton troubles all week, he dumped his second shot into the water. Yahoo! One Palmer fan yelled. Go get him now, Arnie! That really burned me up, Stockton said. I wanted to sink my chip shot just for spite. I told myself I would take the ball and cram it down that guy's throat. He then hit his chip to within a foot of the hole. He limited the damage that he incurred hitting into the water to just one stroke, and Palmer was unable to catch him down the stretch. This week's last call is from the 1970 Open Championship. And so now, this is it. And this is what people dream about, that you've got this one with a left-hand borrow downhill on the last green at St Andrews to win the Open. you're bound to miss it. And there it is. And there, but for the grace of God. I knew it when he hit that second so far past. I knew that was what was coming. Everybody plays had done. Thanks for listening to the Tour Backspin Show. It was a great round, and I enjoyed it. Source material for this week's story included the newspaper reporting of Bob Green of the Associated Press, Dan Jenkins' article titled The One That Got Away Again in the August 24, 1970 issue of Sports Illustrated, and United Press International reporting. Our intro song is by the band Crow Wander and it's called Whiskey. In episode music is from Blue Wave Theory and they are called Get Your Kicks on 86, which is also our exit song, and Lava Spout. Don't forget to check out our great interview with Al Geiberger and Dave Stockton. Join us again next week on the Tour Backspin Show when we have a tea time reserved.